the simple equation to develop higher habits once and for all, increase your standard for honoring yourself first. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Aligned Performance Podcast, the podcast helping you to create a life of success and high performance that is aligned to your heart's purpose. My name is Trang, your host for the show, and man, it has been a hot minute since I've sat down to record a podcast episode. If you've been following, you'll know that I have been on the road for majority of the last month. I have uh, attended a seven-day development summit, and I've also spent a couple of weeks in Bali. So much has happened. like So much has moved in the last month. I've been stretched. I've had internal shifts. I have expanded and learned new things in this last month, and it, it really feels like it's been three months in one. But yeah, like that's what you'd expect when you spend time developing yourself, right? And then traveling, which is such an expansive experience, especially when you travel and you switch on your conscious mind. So you're observing and learning, not just, you know, unconsciously relaxing and doing nothing. At the seven-day development summit with, with my mentor, Tom Clark, yeah, we, it was seven days without my phone, you know, in the hinterlands, near the Gold Coast, just intensively working on myself, digging up things I didn't even know was there and releasing those things. Then, you know, taking in more parts of who I really am so that I can be more aligned to my values, my purpose, and then deliver that in my coaching as well. So yeah, I'm coming out of that and a lot is going to change. You may have actually noticed the introduction to this podcast episode is a little bit different from what it usually is. And I'm really refining how I do things so that the impact is even greater. And I'm raising my standards in so many ways. Like I've had so many um, conversations with clients because I am, I'm changing the, the offerings and the, the way that I coach big time. And then two weeks in Bali, absolutely phenomenal. You know, not just the fact that it was a holiday and it was relaxing, but I felt so alive for those two weeks I was in Bali. You know, it's been three years since I've been overseas anyway, but the experiences that I had over there, they, they challenged me, they stretched me, they taught me a lot of things and they like saturated my senses, which is essentially your, like our entire uh, perception and receivership of reality, right? It's through our five senses. So I saw so many incredible things. I observed the cultures there, um, you know, height a volcano, watched many sunrises. One of them from the top of the volcano went scuba diving, discovered this whole untouched world underwater, looking at the shipwrecks and the coral reefs there. My taste buds were delighted because vegan food in Bali, sorry, Melbourne, but trumps Melbourne vegan food. So just, yeah, explosions of flavor in my mouth. I went to a few day clubs and got to dance my heart out. 
to music that I really enjoy. I got to move energy and, and really feel the music in my body. And I got to feel so much thrill. Um, if, if you've been following me on social media, you'll see that I learned how to ride a scooter over there. <laughs> I went from being slow and 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 really nervous and, and really shaky to just flying down the highways and weaving in and out of traffic. And that feeling of aliveness and thrill is just, yeah, the closest that you can get to living. Hey, it's the closest you get to death. Because, <laughs> yeah, uh, not going to lie, a few near-death experiences on those roads, that's for sure. Um, you know, what are road rules in Bali? <laughs> but also the closest you get to living, that they come as one. Smell as well. Um, got to smell the beautiful food, but also got to smell like sewage and stuff. Classic Bali. But yeah, just just a wonderful few weeks. And I'm feeling so revitalized, so clear, so focused now after that break, after that reset. Um, so a bit of a side note, if if you haven't taken a break this year, time to do it. Because it's more than halfway through the year. If you haven't had a break yet, especially if you're in Melbourne and it's, you know, constant cold weather and you're just, you know, going through the repeated motions of your life, do it. Because you, you come back, like not just as a completely different person, because you're still the same person, but with a very r- refreshed outlook. And when you refresh your entire outlook and your 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 mind, then yeah, you you show up as a different person. Well, it feels like a different person. Anyway, so that's a little bit of a recap about what I've been up to. <laughs> Today, in this episode, I'm going to be talking to you about how you can develop higher habits once and for all. And the reason why I want to start off with this topic coming back from my break is because After not being in routine for almost a whole month, I've come back for a week now and I just slipped back into my habits just like that. In fact, I've uh, I've increased and implemented new habits and it's just been so easy. Um, For example, since coming back, I've uh, started cold showers again. So you may remember I was doing cold showers for a while uh, over summer and then I stopped when it, the, the temperature started to get colder. So then it got a bit too hot and then I stopped. So I decided I'd wanted to start cold showers again because what's the point of doing something hard if you're just going to bail when it, when it gets hard? <laughs> and doing cold showers in winter is the true test. So I've actually been doing cold showers now for a month. I did I did cold showers in Queensland and in Bali, but it doesn't really count there because it's so warm there. So the cold water isn't that cold. In Melbourne, though, if I stay in the shower long enough, I, I, I can feel that my organs could potentially shut down. Like that's how cold it is. Um, and then I've started intermittent fasting as well. I've been doing that for a week now. And it's just been so easy in some ways. Like, yeah, like I, I'm hungry and I want to eat, but uh, I've it's been easy to start and, and stick to intermittent fasting for a week. So eating for an eight-hour window of the day between 12 p.m. and 8 p.m. And, that, and that's the thing, guys. Like, you know, I don't want to sound like, uh, you know, I'm boasting or anything, but the reality is I, I can give myself this acknowledgement 
I'm in a place now where if I want to start new habits, if I want to stick to new habits, I do it really easily. But it didn't used to always be like this. I'm going to say even just eight years ago, I couldn't stick to any new habit to save my life. (laughs) I had major issues with any habit formation. It took me years of trying really hard and then starting a streak and then falling off the wagon just to stop snoozing my alarm. It took me years of going through a binge eating and a restricting cycle to develop healthy habits around my eating. It took me years of thinking about starting and then starting just for a little bit and then and then stopping to, to do journaling and meditation regularly, to read on a daily basis. I've, and I've actually tried intermittent fasting in the past, like years ago, I'd do it for one or two days. And then on the third day, I'd get hungry and then I'd break my intermittent fasting routine. <laughs> I, I've been there and I know that many of you have that challenge because I, that's a regular conversation that I have with new clients. You start any, any habit and then you fall off the wagon after sticking to it for a while. Maybe you, you don't even start. You just think about it and you, you struggle to even start. Then after going through this cycle time and time again, you get frustrated at yourself. You have this sense of self-loathing and self-mistrust and then you, you become more inclined to just give up and, and be like, fuck it. I might as well just go off the rails and who even gives a shit? And then after a while of doing that, you, you feel even more self-loathing and then you get really regimented on yourself. And then that cycle starts again. It sucks. I know. And it can feel like you're stuck and there's no light at the end of the tunnel. But I promise you. There is light at the end of the tunnel. You've just got to be able to pinpoint and recognize what the problem is. And this is the problem. Too many people focus on purely their actions when they are starting new habits. They are only focusing on their actions. But by focusing on their actions only, these people they're missing the bigger picture because actions on their own don't mean anything unless you change your standard for honoring yourself first. Unless you change the standard that you hold for yourself for honoring yourself. In other other words, following through with any commitments or any promises that you make to yourself. That is the key thing that you need to change, the standard that you hold yourself for that. What does that look like? Well, ask yourself, are you the type of person based on the different promises that you've made yourself over the last few months or years, do you tend to break those promises to yourself very easily and and you brush them off without thinking about it that much or do you always follow through with every commitments that you make for yourself for example if you set your alarm the night before for 6 a.m in the morning that's a commitment that you make to yourself do you follow through with that in the morning do you wake up or in the morning do you snooze 
When you tell yourself that you got, you're going to exercise after work, do you follow through with that? Or when work finishes and you get tired, do you just brush it off and you're like, oh, I'll just do it tomorrow? When you make a commitment to yourself that you're going to do your taxes this weekend, do you do your taxes on the weekend? Or do you wake up a little bit late so then you just go out for lunch and then you watch some Netflix? All those little commitments to yourself, all those little promises to yourself that you break, you are telling yourself a story that it's okay to break promises to yourself. You then start to lower your standard for honoring yourself. And then you start to wonder why you can't stick to new habits, no matter what you try. And that's what you've got to change. It's not about the actions when it comes to habits. It's about the standard that you have for honoring yourself. And you want to increase that over time till you get to the point that it is no longer in your reality to break promises to yourself. And I believe that's where I'm at now. Look, full, full transparency, I'm not perfect. Like no one's perfect. But when it comes to those type of promises to myself, I'm pretty damn pretty damn good at it. And I hold myself to a very high standard in that regard, in that if I say I'm going to do something, like it's going to take a lot for me to break it. It's going to take like a family member to be unwell and, and has to go to hospital today for me to break a promise to myself, not just me being a little bit tired or me not being in the mood or it's a little bit hard or a little bit uncomfortable, right? Like for example, with, um, with getting up early in the morning, of course, my body wants to sleep in when the alarm goes off, like I'm still like half asleep, right? Or intermittent fasting, I'm not eating till 12 p.m. So of course, in the whole morning, I'm still hungry and my body wants to eat. And I think about it, I'm like, yeah, I could do with eating right now, but I know that I'll be sticking to what I commit to. I'm not playing with fire so much. It's not like I'm, I'm really tempted to break it. I'm not really feeling tempted. Just that thought passes through my head. Oh yeah, I could do with eating right now because I'm hungry. <laughs> so there's a difference there. I don't get tempted to break the promise because like, it's just a standard I hold for myself now. It takes a lot to break a commitment, especially when I consciously set that commitment or that promise. It takes a lot to break that. So actions, focusing on purely actions is missing the big picture because actions is the final step along the chain of reality. What I mean by that is every time you take action, it's the result of many other things that come prior to those actions. Why do you have the habits that you do? It's a result of your mindset. Your mindset is always behind those actions. So changing your standards for how you honor yourself, changing your mindset is the key to change your actions. You've got to work on the foundations first, right? So changing that mindset, right? And other aspects of mindset that will influence your habit formation and your actions include values, Beliefs, identity, 
And all those things is what I teach in my courses and to my clients because like, no matter what goals my clients have, their ability to achieve that goal comes from the same root cause, which is their mindset. And that's why if you look at people who start diets to lose weight, most of them fail because they are so focused on their actions of cutting out carbs or eating smaller portion sizes when they don't even believe in what they're doing. They haven't actually changed their mindset. They're not changing their values, their beliefs, their identity. They're just focused on the actions. They're just focusing on one tiny puzzle piece when there are so many other puzzle pieces that make a bigger uh, impact to creating that puzzle. So you're probably listening to this and you're like, yeah, cool, Trang. So I've got to change my standard of how I honor myself. But how would I, How do I do that? This is quite complex. There's a lot of factors that go into it, as I mentioned before, and I do teach this, teach this to my clients. I'll give you a couple of examples. One, I sound like a broken record because I always talk about this, but change your environment. Like, for example, being in Bali, I could see the impact and the power of an environment as big as a whole culture. Like 80-year-olds in Bali are still working. They're walking down their street with a huge basket of rice on their head. They are riding a bicycle, like towing all these boxes. And yeah, they, they have to do that because, you know, they, they don't have the luxury of retiring as much as we do in the Western world. But it's normalized for, you know, 80-year-olds to be so healthy and active there because that's the, the environment. That's what the culture demands. That's what's normalized in the culture versus in Australia, It's expected to retire when you're 70 and then that's it. And I actually heard someone discouraging uh, a 70-year-old recently to not do the chores in the house and they should outsource it because if they do the chores in the house, they're going to hurt themselves, which I get that. But yeah, if that's what you believe, (laughs) if you believe that you're 70 and now you should just um, be diminished to sitting in your chair and, and not being active anymore but that's the power of your environment right your environment creates the mold of how you think and how you act so if you put yourself in an environment of high caliber individuals who have very high standards for honoring themselves and very high habits in their life you're going to naturally feel like you you've got to up your game (laughs) you're going to raise your standards and you're going to rise up to meet them And that's part of what happens in my group programs. People um, join into this group. They they get inspired and positively influenced by others in the group, group of high caliber individuals. The second thing that you've got to do as well in order to increase your standards for honoring yourself is actually change your identity. Your identity is how you see yourself. All the things that you attach to I, the most sacred words that you can say are the words that come after I. So for example, I'm, I'm a procrastinator. 
I can't stick to habits. All of my friends know this about me, but I'm just someone who who jumps into things and I don't finish it. Like so many people say that and I hear that and they don't even realize that they are attaching this trait to their identity. And the more that you identify with something, the more you make it a self-fulfilling prophecy. The more you become that person, the harder it becomes to break that, that habit or that identity. So if you're someone who ever says that I am a procrastinator, I'm someone who uh, can't stick to a habit, change your identity and start using affirmations or however you want to do it. Put words on a post-it note. I am disciplined. I am someone who honors myself. I am committed. Put that on post-it notes. Put it everywhere in your house. Like Whatever you need to do, start to chip away at changing your identity. That's another way that you can increase your standards that you hold for yourself. Lastly, how can you increase the standards for honoring yourself? This is going to be this is going to sound a bit rough, but I've got I had to put this in here because you know, I'm I'm generally a softer coach, but sometimes it, it you you've got to be hard as well. <laughs> Harden up. Harden up. Like if you're someone who can't get up without snoozing the alarm three times in the morning, if you can't even, you know, stop yourself from having dessert at night, if you can't even stick to reading a book for 10 minutes a day, the only thing you need to do is just kick yourself up the butt. And when the time comes for you to do that thing, do it. Just do it. Because honestly, if you can't even control what you put in your mouth, or if you can't even stick to a small habit for 10, 20 minutes a day, how much control do you really have over yourself? How much control do you really have? You know, what what are you going to do in life if you can't even control those small things? So harden up, kick yourself up the bum. while you work on changing your environment, while you work on changing your identity and bit by bit, as you start to honor your commitments more, you will start to increase the standard that you have for honoring yourself. And then you will find it becomes very easy in no time to stick to new habits because how you do one thing is how you do all. All right, that's it. The end of another episode. If you have been listening to this and you are someone who is feeling stuck on how to start and stick to higher habits and you're over it, you're ready to put your foot down and change this now, then I encourage you to sign up to the virtual Power Your Potential starting in just over two weeks time. I've shared two out of the six different filters on how you can create a new mindset and perspective. So I shared environment and identity, but there are four others that I share empower your potential and give you all the resources so that you can develop these higher habits once and for all. You also get to immerse yourself in an environment of high caliber individuals and give yourself that opportunity to rise up without even needing to think about it. 
The end of this week is the end of the early bird special. So make sure that you sign up before the end of the weekend. If you do have any questions, feel free to message me on Instagram or hit uh, hit me up uh, with an email. All the details will be in the podcast description. Man, my client results have been out of this world in recent months. So I'm so excited to go into the second half of this year now and take new individuals who I've never worked with before to new heights. I hope that I see you on the inside. But for now, have a great day and I'll catch you in the next episode.